You can start over again. Don't even think about quitting now. It is easy to replay in your mind how things did not work. How much you lost. What you are going through. How angry you are. There is no amount of conversation or magic that is going to wipe the slate clean. You are wasting valuable time and energy that could be used to regain a new normal and start another version of your life. Even though you are hurt and you may be feeling down, stop kicking yourself. Face what has happened. Make the decision to start over again. Hello and welcome to episode 500 of Under the Cull of MS. That's a little quote by Les Brown. Uh, figure end of the year, starting over, getting everybody likes to rebuild their life, say that they can wipe the slate clean and start fresh during the new year, or make your resolutions, or skip everything altogether. But it's your choice, do what you want. But why struggle wasting time thinking about the past that you can't change? It's over. You gave some things away that you miss. You borrowed some money that you never got back. You fell in love and lost that love. Uh, you dealt with some type of medical condition or disease that's put a damper on your lifestyle and possibly your pocketbook and who knows what else. All kinds of things can happen, but why dwell on it, stress on it? We learned over the years that stress and anxiety can just cause more problems, more disease, more issues in our bodies. So why worry about stuff that we can't change? Instead, Focus on what we can fix, what we can change. Do the things that can make you happy. I mean, this is the perfect day and age. COVID was a hem, uh, a frustrating period, uh, a hamper on a lot of our lives, and we struggled through it. We made, got through it. Yeah, it's still not over with, but we're stuck with it for the rest of our lives. Just like any other disease that ever comes out, it's going to be there. can always come back. There's nothing we can really do to fix it. It's like people get pissed off and frustrated and worrying about the different types of things out there that people can't fix. And they expect people to have these miracle cures and ways to fix everything, but have you ever cut open a body and looked what's inside? It's quite the array of tiny little vessels and tiny little arteries and all kinds of things going through our badass bodies. Uh, the doctors have to try and repair them, fix them, keep them going. It's not an easy job. And if you ever looked at the doctors when they're starting out in school, they're just like you and me. 
They're just normal people that chose to try and save someone's life. And we sit there and yell at them. And nurses are biggest uh, supporters when we're in the doctor's hands, when we're in the hospitals and everything else. And the nurses take care of us and help us get through and they don't make the big bucks. But they're the ones that try and keep us happy. Try and keep us from stressing out and worrying about things. Help us with our pains and issues. So they're the ones that we should be showing our gratitude to. But instead, many of us just get frustrated, take everything out on them. And that's just not right. I mean, mechanics struggle putting a car together. Imagine putting a body together. <laughs> but, anyways, I was going to do a video episode. So it would be up on Spotify and then all the rest would be on audio. But for some reason, Anchor's video portion uh, that I used a couple times in the past is all new now through Riverside, and I gotta reset up a whole account, I guess, in order to be able to do that. So I'm gonna have to fix that and get that figured out. But today's just gonna be a random talk about things that happen throughout the year just look backs at certain things a little bit of health a little bit of ms a little bit of comics tv shows video games whatever we're going to talk about so i think we're going to start out right off the bat with TV shows of the year. Now, I didn't go through, I wanted to go through all the different platforms that I've watched and try and remember what shows kind of caught my eye. But a lot of them that we, me and the wife watched were older shows that we're just getting caught up on. So I can't really consider them uh, new. But some of them did have a new season. Some had a special holiday episode or something like that. That might have came through. I know like there's a Reno 911 that I haven't watched yet. I found a Reno 911 movie that I didn't know about. Uh, I used to like the show Psych. I didn't realize there's like three or four Psych movies. I think one of them's a newer one that I got to check out one of these days. But. But when we look at the TV shows of the year, some of my favorite ones that I thought I might, my favorite right now is Wednesday. I'd say that is the best show out there. That was a lot of fun. I, we binged it in two sittings. It's, I should have took my time, but that's fine. I'll go back and rewatch it. 
just to see some things that I may have missed. But, but Wednesday from the Adams family, that was a great series. Uh, another fun one this year. I hate, <laughs> I always say, I hate John Cena. I don't know. He just drives me nuts for some reason. But when the new Suicide Squad movie came out, I was happy with that movie. I didn't care for the first one. The new one was way better. And then uh, it came out with the Peacemaker series. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. I was pleasantly surprised with that. But I still, John Cena still drives me nuts for some reason. Mm. I think it's that, can you see this thing when he does his hand in front of his face? I just want to slap the shit out of him. <laughs> uh, what We Do in the Shadows is a series that my wife got me into. Uh, I believe they had a new season this year. And that show is just a blast if you like to see a bunch of goofy vampires living together and just watching what they have to do with their Guillermo, their little <laughs> helper that's also a vampire hunter. It's just, <laughs> uh, it's a great, great, great comedy vampire horror type show. Hello. Came out with a season this year. Started out. I was a little iffy. Wasn't sure about the whole Cortana Master Chief. In the beginning. But I fell in love with it. I ended up liking it a lot. So. Definitely worth checking out if you're a fan of the video games. Even if you're not a fan of the video games. And you like sci-fi. It's worth checking out. They have Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi, the Usagi Chronicles. If you're a fan of Usagi Yojimbo, the Samurai Rabbit from back in the day from the comic books. Uh, this is his great-grandson, I think, or something like that, or grandson. And it's a fun, fun series. And another one that I don't think they... I don't, I don't know if they had a new, I think they had like a new offshoot of it, but I haven't checked it out yet this year, but uh, Kung Fu Panda is another fun one if you like the animated martial arts uh, animal type characters. Welcome to Flatch. Me and the wife started watching this last year. Loved it. Hilarious. We still got the new... Newest season to finish off, but yeah, it's every episode of that just cracks me up. Just a goofy little town with a bunch of goofy characters. Uh, Only Murders in the Building with uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short and, oh, I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it, but... If you know the name, you know the people, you know the show. Fun, interesting series about murders inside a building full of a bunch of people. And 
a few of them are trying to figure out who's doing it. They're finding all kinds of new things along the way while they're doing it in this hotel. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. She-Hulk, I like the first season. I've heard bad things about the second season, but I haven't seen it yet. I have to get my Disney Plus and ESPN Plus again here pretty soon. Which I usually get around around mid-January so I can catch the end of the hockey season off of ESPN. So I will definitely be checking out the second season of She-Hulk and see where it went. Kim's Convenience is a fun series. I think it ended this year. That's why I mention it. I think they had their last season in here in 2022. It could have been in 2021, but I think it was 2022. But if you missed it, it's a Korean comedy series about a convenience store and their children working in other fields and just fun little family collaboration. Uh, Bob's Burgers, of course, always holds up. Wasn't that thrilled with the Bob's Burger movie, but the series definitely holds its own. Uh, Harley Quinn has an animated series on Hobo Max, and that is just a riot. I mean, you can... Watch that series. You can join on all the comic book runs that are runoffs of the series that I've been talking about. It's just, it's just hilarious. Eh? It's just her and Poison Ivy, them two being together, and then Commissioner Gordon just having this rampage in season one, just. <laughs> set on just taking out Harley and Harley Quinn. It's just, oh, it's so much fun. Uh, Love on the Spectrum, U.S. version, and we've watched other versions too. They're all wonderful. Uh, there's some other shows like that that we've watched. But it's just interesting seeing people with disabilities trying to deal with the real life relationships issues and just yeah that was a great series uh star trek lower decks i i started watching i watched like the first episode of strange new world that was enjoyable i want or worlds i want to get into that a little more there was one or two other star trek ones that were kind of interesting like picard and stuff that I'm not a Star Trek person, but these are were all kind of pulling me in. But Star Trek Lower Decks was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to more episodes of that. Kind of a goofy group of characters that animated that found a starship, took off, took control of it, and just got to see what happens with them. If they're going to stick together or get him thrown in the brink or what's going to happen to him but it's definitely a fun 
fun animated series. Uh, Chainsaw Man, I ordered volume one. The jackasses canceled it on me. I'd never got it. I was pissed about that. The first volume of the trade paperback. Manga run. But I got the second one. But I was pissed. I, I can't find the first one. It's hard to find. But uh, they came out with Chainsaw Man the series. And a guy with a chainsaw coming out of his face. Chainsaw for him. Saws for hands, a dog with a chainsaw coming out of its face. And where can you go wrong? <laughs> it's just uh, a lot of fun and hilarity. Blowing away. If you want to watch glass blowing, that, the knife fight, the knife. Uh, making shows, which I can't think of, Forging in Fire, I think it's called. All those are very enjoyable to watch. I think it's Rags to Riches. Uh, it might not be that. It might be something else, but there's the one auto show where they Take a beat-up car, fix it up, sell it, take that money, put it into one or two other cars, fix those up, sell it, take that money, put it into some more expensive-style vehicle, fix that up and sell it. That show is wonderful if you can get your hands on it. Uh, can't really think offhand directly. Any other shows that pop out, I know there's... Bunch of things, shows shows and movies I need to watch yet, like George Carlin's American Dream. There's some limited series that came out after his death that I'm not, I want to check out. Got The Bear, which is on like FX Hulu. Heard lots of good things about that. It's like a cooking show movie with someone that's trying to rebuild their life or something. The Responder was on BBC. That looked good. Kind of a ambulance type movie show series. The Last of Us is on, on HBO or going to be on HBO. That looks interesting. The game I still want to play. Haven't had the chance. Then Barbara met Alan. I can't remember what that was about, but it caught my eye. Ted Lasso, I've heard so much about. Murderville, that's uh, one that we watched with uh, uh, Will Arnett. And they just had a holiday special, which was a lot of fun with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, uh, I go to Terry O'Terry or I I know I'm saying her name wrong. But yeah. <laughs> uh, in the end, uh, what you call it, Pete Davidson comes in. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. The Sandman looks good. Reacher actually looks decent. Uh, 
I like the character that's playing the Tom Cruise character's role. Uh, can't read my writing. Uh, something about stabity rights. <laughs> I don't know what I wrote there, but it doesn't come. Doesn't make sense, so we'll skip that, whatever the hell this. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton of TV shows that I can't even think of that we watched in the past year that. Not sure if they came out in 2022 or if they're older, but yeah. Other than that, I don't want to start the next list yet because we're going to run out of time on this segment anyways. So let's see. Let's talk about some... I know there's artists that are and we support like the toys for tots harley davidson harley owner group runs uh any type of comics for kids promotion and comic tom and art baltazar working on a thing where every month there's going to be a certain amount of comics getting donated to children's hospitals for them uh yeah, anything you can do to help the kids, put a smile on their face, give them some toys, some comics, some time, spend time with them, dress up goofy, just make them happy. It's a good thing. They deserve it. They, they shouldn't be suffering through this shit. And no one should get a disease, Period, but if you're gonna get a disease, you shouldn't have to deal with it at least until you're in your adulthood. You definitely should not have to be born with this crap or be born into something where you end up in a hospital for the rest of your life or in the hospital suffering through some type of condition that you have to drain your body with chemo and everything else. It's just not right. So if you can support any of those things, do it. Uh, This is also the time of year where people get depressed. And it's the holiday seasons. It's the cold weather. It's the end of the year. The sitting alone thinking about things. Uh, It can... Cause suicidal thoughts, suicidal tendencies. And if you're thinking that, there's a new number now. Just dial 988. It's just like 911 for emergencies, but 988 is for suicide hotline now. Instead of having to look up the suicide hotline number, all you got to do is punch 988. If you live in the United States... If you live elsewhere, you're going to have to look up that number because I don't know it. But don't do something stupid. You're here. You don't know what's next. You might think you know. But that fancy little dream that you're thinking about might not be what's coming for you. 
in the end. So appreciate the time you have while you're here. Do what you can to help others while you're here. And even if you're depressed, go out, do a little free help. Go to a food pantry, go somewhere and just get a look at the life of some people that might have it even worse, that aren't even thinking those thoughts that you're thinking. And support them. And I've I've lost a few people this year, and it's just the ones that did selfishly go that way. They didn't have anything organized in their life before they did something stupid. And... I can think of a couple that did things because of someone else. And in the long run, now they're gone. And that someone else that destroyed their life has everything. I mean, you want to really screw them over? Killing yourself ain't going to do it. They don't care enough to help you out in the long run. What the hell are they going to care when you're gone? But if you're smart, you sit there and at least set up some of your finances and stuff to help kids that are dealing with issues. Homeless people, people that need help with certain things. Set up those things. So if you're going to do something stupid, you're not gone and the person that screwed up your life is sitting there better because of it. And that's just not right. I mean, people don't think before they do stuff. And if you sit there and take that time to think about it and reset your finances, help some people out before you go and do something stupid, you probably won't do that stupid thing. Because you might get a little dose of reality in between then and now. And who knows? You could still be here. Instead of doing something that's just selfish and ignorant. And it's it's careless. And you may not have to suffer anymore, but everybody around you does. So. Think about it before you do something stupid. Dial those three numbers, 988. It's not that hard. You might find someone that can talk you into maybe changing changing your thoughts, changing your life, changing your lifestyle, making your life a little bit better, <clears throat> or for helping someone else make their life better. But, but yeah, uh, lots of things are going to be changing in New Year. So if you want to listen to any old episodes, make sure you get them downloaded into your queue. Because we will be putting a bunch of the first 500 episodes into our new pay platform. <coughs> Excuse me. Throat's getting all raspy already. 
And I think we got at least two more half hour long segments to get through. But yeah, I got 500 episodes in the bank. I miss having a paycheck. I should be earning at least 50 grand a year for the past 15 years or so. Instead, I'm doing shit for free. I'm a caretaker. I'm potting. I'm doing videos. I do patient advocacy. (laughs) Almost my entire existence is free. So I was offered the pay platform. So I'm going to put things on there. I'm going to add some special news segments in the future. I'm going to try and get the video thing figured out this week for the podcast portion of the shows. And then we'll sit there and add some things like maybe some live comedy skits, some live art skit, uh, art paintings and artwork being done, uh, some comic readings. I got lots of side segments that are going to go directly into the pay platform. So I'm sorry, but I gave you 500 episodes of me for free. But now I got to try and make a little bit (laughs) for all my time. But so I'm also hooked up looking in for other things. We'll see what happens. That'll keep you informed on all the new segments and all the new things happening as we go. But I'm going to end this and I'll be back. All right, we're back. (laughs) I want to. Well, let's talk about games of the year first. A lot of the games that came out this year, I haven't had a chance to check out. But I'm going to mention the ones that I definitely think I will enjoy that I do want to check out or that I've only checked out a little bit. Tried some trials of or whatever I could get my hands on. And as far as games that I picked up this year, I got like the Castlevania collection. I got the Contra collection. (laughs) Lots of group collection things. I got a Metro pack of like three different Metro games. Uh, I was really... Well, they did an upgrade to No Man's Sky for the Xbox version. Now No Man's Sky, I guess, is on the uh, Nintendo Switch. I think it's coming out on or did just come out on. I got... Resident Evil 2 Remake, which I didn't play because I've seen that it said uh, Microsoft XS, so I thought it was only for the XS, and then they had a deal this last week for Resident Evil 3 Remake, which is one of my favorites. I my Probably one of my favorite Resident Evil games was the third one, <clears throat> the director's cut version back in the day but i picked up this one and i just start just decided to try and play it because it also said xs so i figured i just i'd own it but i couldn't use it till i got myself and upgrade on my 
Xbox to the XS or whatever I upgrade to. But it plays on my 360, so I was all happy about that. And it's vegged, vegged on that for about four hours the other night, which is the first time I've played a game in a long time for that amount of time. Uh, I ended up getting like some the Shenmue collection this year, but that's an older game. State of Decay 2. The upgrade on that. That's a one of my favorite zombie related games also. Uh, and then a game that takes me back to my childhood. To a game that I've always wanted to own again. And every time I try to get my hands on it, it was re- ridiculously priced or hard to find. But that was a com. They had a combo pack of zombies ate my neighbors, and Ghoul Patrol. I think the other one was called. It was a two pack, and I think that came out at the beginning of the year. But I could be wrong. It could have been the end of last year. But I was really happy when I seen that and grabbed it. But the Dying Light franchise has the definitive collection out now and they also have dying light 2 stay human and they have a bunch of upgrades for that now tiny tina's wonderland i'm not sure if it came out this year or last year but they've been adding some extra things they just had a little holiday add-on pack for it i noticed so I'm looking forward to playing X. I love the Borderlands style franchise. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, it's, I'm going blank now on it. It's space adventure where you travel or you just go into these different ships and you travel through the ships by yourself and you're dealing with all the evil along the way. Uh, Dead Space. They're supposed to have the new, a new Dead Space remake coming out and I'm really looking forward to that because that's probably one of my favorite space-related monster horror games franchises along the way. But uh, there's one called the Callisto Protocol that looks just like a Dead Space style game. And it looks like a lot of fun. So I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out. Excuse me. Sorry about that, but I still have this thing going on with this uh, electrifying tickle that goes through my limbs and groin and <laughs> chooses which side it wants to affect or which limb it wants to affect. It also, when I swallow sometimes, 
I get the tickle in my throat and sets off a sneezing reaction. This has been going on for about a month now. It's at least six times a day that I have a sneezing fit. Usually anytime I eat, I'll end up having it hit me and then middle of the night or whenever, just random times when I just swallow, which I swallow a lot through the day. So <laughs> it could be more than that. I don't, I don't keep track of how many times I just know it's annoying. It happens every few hours. But what else did they have? God of War, I never really cared to play the franchise. They got God of War Ragnarok, which is being claimed as one of the best games of the year. So hopefully I'll get to check it out someday, but I don't have a PlayStation anyways. So. Although I am maybe considering a PSVR. We'll see what happens in the future. I'm going to get some type of VR this year, I think. It's been too long. There got too many games out there I want to check out. I'm just kind of getting bored with the old school gaming and need something a little bit different. Uh, we got Kirby in the Forgotten Land. That looks like a lot of fun. Standard Kirby game with. I think you can do a two-player co-op in that one. There's Starship Troopers Terran Command, which I want to learn more about and check out. Marvel's Midnight Suns I was looking forward to ever since I've seen the previews for it. That looks like a lot of fun. Slime Rancher 2. I thought I picked that one up. But I might need Xbox Gold to play it. That's why I pulled it off my list, I'm guessing. Trying to see if I can find it in my files here. I have a Resident Evil Resistance game. I don't know what the heck that is. Huh. I'm going to have to figure that one out. But yeah, I guess I only have the first Slime Rancher. I must have played the second one on uh, the Xbox Game Pass. But I'll have to see what that is all about. And then next up we got Sniper Elite 5. Those games are a lot of fun just to watch the slow motion shots i love watching the bullets as it breaks the flesh goes through the bone the main arteries and stuff and you just watch it just ripping and tearing its way through the people and then the last one i had on my list was teenage mutant ninja turtles the cowabunga collection it's a bunch of old teenage mutant ninja turtle games i'll put in one pack so, I definitely want to check that out eventually. But we will see when I can get my hands on it. I'll let you know more then. But yeah, those are pretty much some of the top games that I've seen that I either checked out or want to check out in the near future. Uh, 
went to more movies this year than the last 30 years combined, probably. <laughs> yeah. But movies of the year that I can remember offhand. I mean, Black Adam was okay. I wasn't critical like some people were that thought that Black Adam had no personality. But he's a guy that was a slave child his whole life and then buried in the earth for thousands of years. And people expect him to come out and be like the normal rock character and be all goofy and have things to say. But excuse me a sec. <laughs> I gotta find a microphone that I can pause stuff with. I don't I can't pause on anchor, which I don't like. I wish I could do some type of pausing on here. I know I could edit my things, but I don't want to sit there and spend hours on end after I record something, re-listening to it, editing it, changing it. I just leave things the way they are. What happens, happens. But, but yeah, Black Adam, I didn't mind it. It's I like the Justice League part better than anything. They should have just made a Justice League movie and had Black Adam as one of the characters in it. That would have been better. That people would have probably liked that more. But Bullet Train was a lot of fun. Uh, interesting little mystery on a bullet train. The Invitation, which is basically uh, old school vampire horror movie brought up to present day but with the old school characters and stuff. and It was enjoyable. The Lost City was better than I thought it was going to be. It was actually a little funny at times. Probably one of my favorite movies of the year, which I don't even know if you can really call it a movie or just call it a teaser. But it was about an hour long, but it was called Werewolf by Night on the Disney Channel. I hope they come back with a series with that or something, a lot more of it. Just having all the characters, Werewolf by Night, Man Thing, all that stuff. And yeah, there's going to be spoilers in my talks. Who knows what I'm talking about, but I'm sure I'll spoil things. Hocus Pocus 2 was just as fun as the first movie as far as I'm concerned. Spider-Man, I think it was No Way Home, was the third one that came out this year. That was enjoyable. I watched the first two in backwards order. So once I get the third one, I'll sit down and watch all three in the right order. But they were okay, but the third one was a lot of fun. Day Shift, that's kind of like a vampire creature hunting type story with Jamie Jamie Kennedy Jamie Fox <laughs> I don't know I can't think of it. and then Franco's little brother it's Franco's little brother just plays a goofy sidekick and the rest of the characters in there are a lot of fun watching them 
kill off creatures, vampires, and stuff. Kind of like cops for the undead. Uh, the weird Al Yankovic story, that was a lot of fun. A little parody on his life. And it's completely nothing of his life. Just making a joke of things. But it was a lot of fun. My favorite part was the credits in the end. So I definitely watched those. Uh, Violent Night. That was fun for Christmas. Kind of like a Christmas crossed over with Die Hard type movie. More of an actual Christmas Die Hard style movie. Uh, Clerks 3 was great. A little sad at times. But it was great seeing a third one at always out. I want to sit down and watch all three again. I'm really looking forward to doing that. The wife hasn't watched the third one yet. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. That was great to see them come back. And they also can't, I forgot to mention that in the TV series of the year. The They have a new, new episodes of the Beavis and Butthead show. If you missed the, seeing that free guy was a fun one just a video game style movie uh i still need to see some of these like everything everywhere all at once we got the dvd it's been sitting here for i feel like a month now and the wife hasn't sat down to put it in yet which is driving me nuts because it's one of the movies that I've wanted to watch the most all year, and I wish I would have went to the theater to see it. Uh, Slumberland looks fun with Jason Momoa. It's kind of a goofy Alice in Wonderland style series. Moonfall, I've heard good things about. Kind of a end-of-the-world scenario. Disaster movie. The menu where it looks like you go to an island, a bunch of people go to an island, and it looks like they're going to hunt people down and eat them. And <laughs> it's going to have to see what happens. But that's one I almost did go to the theater to see. We would have went yesterday to this one but with it being the day after Christmas we had a feeling that there's gonna be a lot of kids off school and parents trying to do things with the kids and dumping them off at the movie theater so we didn't go see it yet but they have Puss in Boots the last wish movie where he's run out of his nine lives trying to gain an extra life or reset his lives or something uh Joe Coy, Easter Sunday, that looked like a lot of fun. Uh, the wife liked Morbius better than I did. I was a little disappointed. I wanted to see the standard Morbius with the wings. They kind of like changed him up. I don't know why. Writers and directors that have no concept of what 
these comic books are about are allowed to make movies of them. So if you don't know the damn character, then don't don't waste your time on it. But I don't know everything I've ever read with Morbius. He had wings, and I don't like that they just all of a sudden give him a new power, new version of their power or whatever. I, honestly, I can say there's a lot of changing that's going to be happening with me as far as even the comics industry goes and stuff. It's just. I'm burnt out on all the, it's like they're changing everything. Every character's got to be changed. We have to have new characters, every character. I don't care if you're a slug, every one of them's going to have a kid and every one of those kids are going to be just like their parent or a mix of their two parents. And it's like, really, we got to do this. This day and age when half the people don't even give a shit about having children, you think every superhero out there is going to be spitting out kids after we went through the whole thing about what happens with Superman's semen and all this shit. How can Lois Lane be able to take it? And just, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, A lot of these characters just should not, should not be reproduced. And a lot of them, how they're doing it, they're just making it worse in the long run. And I don't. I don't know. I just, I guess I'm too old and I need to just go back, read my old school stuff that I never got a chance to read and give up on all these new characters. It's, and DC's being the worst. And they are so ridiculous with everything they do. They have to bring in something new, someone new, some, they got to change everything up to suck ass to society to today's cancel culture to the point that they're gonna try and satisfy every single living being and the sad thing is they're missing out on a lot of living beings out there that they're not really thinking about they're just focusing on what's being yelled about through cancel culture and all that shit i just i'm bored with it i'm done with it i don't think we need after having a hundred years of characters never aging all of a sudden they are aging and now they're spitting out kids it's like it's like these people that never knew anything about the old characters just came in and said okay i'm gonna just make my own character and i'm gonna use their abilities and i'm gonna say okay this is this person's dad and this is this person's mom and it's why they got these special abilities and it's uh it's yeah, bored over it. But we'll see. Uh, another one that the wife liked more than I did because <laughs> there was a lot. I mean, a lot. I'm talking a lot. I mean, pretty much the whole movie, a lot of singing and dancing. But thankfully, it was Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds doing most of it and some other great characters doing it. So, it the songs, at least, were relative to the story and not a bunch of really stupid songs. And my favorite one was the... I can't even say it right because my MS brain's just not working it out. But it's like, I said good afternoon, sir. 
It's their little swearing version in the old days to people, but just watching everybody say it out to each other, get pissed at each other, <laughs> offended by each other. It's a really fun song, and if you can, you can look it up on YouTube and watch a little video of the song itself with Will and Ryan. But then the other one that I really want to see, but I'm not going to get my Disney Plus for a few more weeks yet, but the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And I'd like to rewatch the Star Wars holiday specials. So, but yeah, that was the majority of good movies that I've seen or want to see from this year. Hopefully, we'll get to some more eventually. But uh, let's talk about we since we only got a few minutes left here. Let's talk about some things like. People with multiple sclerosis that are in the comic book industry in some way, shape, form, artists, writers, pencilers, stencilers, who knows what, but had their hands on it. I recently uh, found out about Jeff Balky from Wisconsin through a post that a friend sent me where he had an MS episode and had to cancel one of his shows, and so I did a recent unpacking video of showing off some of his artwork that I picked up. Uh, Brooke Pelzinski, she's an artist, writer, and comic creator who has multiple sclerosis. She's out of Brooklyn, New York, and she helped... Work with Dark Hawk, the new Dark Hawk comic that came out this year. And that was all, I think it came out this year or late last year, but it was a wonderful new look at the Dark, the new Dark Hawk character, which this one I liked the way they did it. It wasn't just like a hand me down throughout the family bloodline type thing. And then finding out that this character has multiple sclerosis and how he's dealing with it. Uh, <clears throat> and Kyle Higgins was the writer of the book. And... Yeah, I, my brain's all over the place all of a sudden. But, yeah, I really enjoyed that character and hope that they come back with more in the future of it. Uh, Taki Soma, who works with Michael Oming sometimes. She's also the illustrator of Bitch Planet. She's done Synergy, Pearl, uh, a variety of different items she's had her hand on and she's had multiple sclerosis for years now and uh, she also uh, promotes the hero initiative helping comic creators in need and it was part of that 
back in the day with Michael Oming. Uh, she's also, as a 2022, as an autobiographical, autobiographical, I should say, comic confronting trauma, which I'm interested in checking out. Uh, just seeing how it relates to her life with MS, I hope. And we get to see some parts of that. It's good to get the word out as much as we can. Uh, there's John Hickleton, well, Hicklinton, who passed away back in 2010, but he was known as John Deadstock. He was a British comic artist. He was known for his Bruce, brutal, visceral work on flagship 20,000 AD characters like Judge Dredd, uh, in particular Heavy Metal Dredd, which not big on the heavy metal storylines, but I always love the Judge Dredd storylines. Uh, Nemesis, the Warlock, he did during the 80s and 90s, but he had multiple sclerosis and did a award-winning documentary about living with the condition. And then he just chose to end his life in Switzerland. So sadly, but we also got Carlos Pichero. And he didn't have multiple sclerosis, but he had amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, which is ALS, and or basically Lou Gehrig's disease. And then he retired from comics because of it, and has passed at 60, 60 years old, which... I believe he passed this year, but I could be wrong. Uh, he also had some gigs with Marvel US and DC, which he penciled Bishop, The Flash, uh, the Marvel's 1995 crossover, Age of Apocalypse, Star Jammers. Excalibur, Fantastic Four, and the adjectiveless <laughs> X-Men series, penciling the Operation Zero Tolerance story in 1997. But, but yeah. And there also there is a Medikids book where they do different conditions, and they have one that's explaining multiple sclerosis, which you can actually see digitally online if you want which is a nice thing, but yeah, those are some comics, artists, writers, people that had their hands in the business, some of them that are dealing with diseases like multiple sclerosis and stuff, and it's good to support them if we can, and hopefully they'll help get the word out, but I'm out of time on this segment, and I'll be back with another one right after this. 
think it's time to look at the news. See what we found around here. Think, and we had, we finally had the inevitable big crypto collapse, cryptocurrency issues, which I've been telling people for years. Don't stick your money into it. If you get some, hold on to it. See what happens with it. If it takes a dive, leave it alone. See if it comes back. If not, oh well, it wasn't meant to be. It was a risk. But don't go out and put your money into it. I've tried to stop family members from doing it. But of course, they don't want to listen to me. So who knows whether they won or lost in the long run <laughs> over the years. But we had more types of COVID, of course, increasing inflation, cargo ships out of country, all kinds of problems with COVID, different versions, different types. If you hear any purring, it's because the cat's on my, Mr. Lemmy Killmeister climbed up on me. Russia invades, invaded Ukraine. North Korea is doing missile testing, of course, every holiday season. They got to launch a bunch of missiles off because... God forbid they just go and get a bunch of fireworks and have some fun. Instead, they got to rub their wiener all over the world and show off their tiny little missiles. And so now we got to go and sit there and send a bunch of military over to protect the shores and help other countries just in case. And do drills and we got... Russia dumping their military on weaponry on U Ukraine. We got which they're supposed to be a superpower and they can't even deal with a small country, which is a good thing. I don't want Ukraine to get wiped out by their them by Putin's dumbass and all his little games. It's like really we gotta go and just attack all, all these countries we just can't sit there and be humans sit down and talk things out and work things out together and it's like what do you need what does putin need more land they got tons of land and no damn people on it it's like it's just between putin north korea china china's sitting there threatening taiwan now and it's, they're pissed off at them about some something. Who knows what? It's like you got all these huge countries just think that, yeah, we should own everything. Nobody else should be around. Instead of just having us all just join up together, work together. There's tons of, there, of land just sitting unused. We could all work together fine. We could sit there and Organized trades and all that. Not have to deal with all these shipping problems and countries running out of things because of COVID and other disease issues around. Instead, let's keep making more things that can wipe out more environments and people and just destroy everything. 
And it's all run by the one percent of rich people that control everything and we have no say so. The intelligent, civilized human beings have no say so in anything that happens with the government. So we just live on our properties, which none of us own. None of us control anything. It's just they can just walk in and take whatever the hell they want, whenever they want. So I went over the years, all the things you hear and see with all the different militias and all this crap and countries owning other countries, people's birth certificate, actual birth certificates and bank accounts and <laughs> who knows what else and your home loans and all that shit and just waiting to take it all over one day if they want. You can't do or say shit because you're just a little person that means nothing because you don't own your own country. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Uh, nobody should own nothing like that. It's a, it should just basically be an organization that can work together. What we gonna do about it? We got the U.S. Supreme Court overturned the abortion rights, so basically no laws matter. And no matter what law goes out there, obviously they showed right then and there that the drop of the dime we can change our mind and do whatever we want. Ever since cancel culture, it's like this whole world is just turned into a bunch of ninnies. That got a wine to get their way and they get it whether they like it or not. It's just whether it hurts people or doesn't. They don't care as long as they get what they feel is right. Uh, got heat waves and droughts around the world. Floods, animals relocating. And the one nice thing with the COVID outbreaks were without people running all over. Like chickens with their heads cut off. We actually had quiet environments and animals came from out of nature and started roaming around cities and stuff and say, seeing what's up. Kind of what would happen after a nice little zombie outbreak for sure. Something like that. Queen Elizabeth II passed at 96 years old. Which... I don't know what, what that's going to do to the monarch or whatever. Prince Charles taking over, I guess. And who knows who else and what's going to happen in the near future. We'll see. At the world population breaks 8 billion. I guess that matches up with the 8 billion's genie's books. Uh, maybe we'll get lucky and we'll all get our own genie. <laughs> Between war and daily shootings and all that happen, happening, you would think our population would be going down, especially with not as many people supposedly having kids as they did in the past, but apparently they are somewhere. Uh, and that's... That's just getting to the point, too. I mean, you figure 8 billion people on Earth. 
average human being eats at least a couple big animals a year, a few small animals a year. <laughs> the word is mass murdering billions of critters around the world just to feed all these well, trillions of critters around the world to feed all these people. And then you got the Food Network shows or they're just cooking up shit. And, oh, one corner doesn't look perfect. Ramsey's got to throw it in the garbage can. God damn it. Fuck this $50 meal. It's no good now because there's a corner that's got a little chip out of it. <laughs> so, you know, don't want to set it aside and serve it up to someone that would love to eat something. That's sitting there starving on the streets, but not all these fucking cooks from all these other countries and shit coming in and doing these food shows all over the place. It's, it's ridiculous. They have honor these shows that we use waste on that they don't regulate. I mean, yeah, granted, maybe they're pulling the food out of the garbage can, but so you got these knife shows where they got to cut these big ass fish, these whole chickens and all this stuff and they're just dropping the food right on the dirty cement and so i hope they're at least picking it up and using it to feed like mountain lions and stuff that animals that are caged up and we got how many thousands of captive tigers around the united states and stuff and other countries and all these other animals that are in cages and zoos and all this shit it's like hopefully they at least donate the food to something like that instead of just throwing all this food out so you really gotta have a three foot long fish and just allow one person to cut it you couldn't have like two or three or four people cut the same fish <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm just i hate waste i don't see the sense of it I don't see reality television has turned waste into a a joke. <laughs> Nobody cares how much they waste anymore. I got uh, uh, brain just went blank again. Yeah. Food reality shows, you got travel racing shows, or you have people flying all over the place, burning up carbon emissions, just doing all these things just for fun to make extra money. And then no one's worrying about the outcome of what it's causing. Yeah, sure, some of them are fun to watch, but do you really know how many are out there now? There are so many out there, you couldn't watch them all. And so even if you were addicted to them, it's like, they don't need that many. I miss the old days when we had less shows and they were more impactful. Now they just dump the shit out like it's going on in style. I ain't even podcasting. It's ridiculous. It's, it was nice in the early years, but. Now there's how many millions of podcasts out there you're never going to find. There's probably some really great ones you'll never even know about or hear about. The only ones that get attention are ones that are run by movie stars, singers, other artists that it's like 
can't leave this platform just to the little guy. You gotta take over this too. I mean, you got the movie platforms, all the other different platforms, and now you gotta take this over too. So there is nothing really out there anymore for the little guy, and unless you make a video and it gets hit right away, uh, you can do thousands of videos and maybe get one to get some attention. So it's yeah. It's a fun thought, but it's a hard, hard knock life for us. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oil prices soar. Interest rates rise. Housing rates rise. Uh, rentals, house, or house and apartment rentals skyrocketed. Landlords can kick you out of your house now and then just double, triple the rent, and they'll get it because people need a place to live and there's nowhere else to go. So someone will end up living in their buildings, but yeah, it's become sad. So like the cost of living just keeps skyrocketing and nothing else goes up to match it. So Let's see, you got... Oh, yeah, the slap hurt around the world, the stupid-ass Will Slip, Will Slip, Will Smith, slapping Chris Rock. And that was a joke. Should have never happened. Will Smith should have more brains than that. But obviously not. Now he's pissing and moaning because people aren't watching his movies as much as they used to. Well, personally... The movies that you're bitching about, I would have never watched anyways because they sound like crap. So, why would I be interested in seeing them? Why don't you do something worth a shit? It's like, but, yeah, screwed up your life. Just by walking up on stage and slapping someone because you laughed about it until you seen your wife's face and then you felt like you had a defender. It's like, whatever. Uh, Facebook settles data privacy suit for $725 million. We don't get shit, and it's our privacy. <laughs> no one's sending us a check for that $725 million. It's our privacy that got thrown out there. So in reality, I think we should turn around and sue Facebook for not giving us our kickback for our privacy being stolen. Uh, there's a lot of lawsuits like that that you see continuously. These banks and Goldman Sachs and shit suing people over things and suing different companies over different interest rate hikes and shit like that. And then they pocket the money and then they give their top advisors a few hundred thousand dollar bonuses every year and all this shit. Yeah, it's... If you're going to sue someone for an event that affects people, the people should get the kickback because it's their privacy that was, or their money that was taken. And nope, big companies just get it. It's like Microsoft trying to take over Blizzard and all these other country companies. And now some of the companies are... They're being taken care over or 
so big that they're worried that it's going to affect other gaming companies. And so Microsoft gets sued because they're trying to buy out a company. It's like, why you're punishing them for wanting to better themselves. And yet who's getting that money that you're taking? It's just, that's the problem with this world. Uh, Let's see, uh, Goldman Sachs lawsuit, Musk and t- Musk buying Twitter was a big thing this year, and I thought it was kind of funny when he said, when now he's like, well, I'll step down if everybody wants me to, if more people vote for me to step down, and from CEO, and they voted that he should step down, and the first announcement I seen was Donald Trump Jr. was going to take over as the CEO. It's like, watch what you ask for. (laughs) Musk isn't stupid. Elon knows what he's doing. He'll make it work out one way or another. Student loan forgiveness is a thing that was offered this year. Brought up, shot down, being reworked. I mean, personally... The way I see it, that whole student loan forgiveness scam was all set up to only benefit certain students and other people that have been suffering for years, paying in high interest rates on their loans, doing forbearances, all that, and having more interest tacked on. They aren't going to get the help that they should which is what the whole thing should have been about, was helping everybody, not just certain people with Pell Grants and all that shit. Uh, Did a planetary defense test. It's like, let's launch a thing into an asteroid and see if we can blow the asteroid up a little, and these asteroids keep circulating and circulating and circulating, so now you break some more chunks off the asteroid, and now we're going to have more objects that could actually hit our planet in the future. But no, that's all right. Let's just keep playing around with our toys. Let's see. We got planetary defense testing. We got idiotic countries missile testing. We have... Uh, what's it called? The Hydron Collider or whatever, which is a giant circular looping thing that's smashing atoms together to try and recreate the creation of the universe inside the middle of our planet. And it's like, that's not going to go wrong. Not at all. Not when they try that every day. We acquired fusion reaction this year, like a month ago. Uh, did you ever watch Spider-Man 3 when they did their fusion reaction? And Or was it Spider-Man 2, I think it was. Doc Ock was doing the fusion reaction stuff. And you seen that that was causing. So we're like, our scientists are like, oh, that looks fun. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it on our planet. And see what happens. Instead of doing something like that on the moon, that would be the whole sense of having a planetary station on the moon or Mars so we could test stuff out there so it wouldn't collapse our own planet. 
uh, yeah, Florida hurricane destroyed a lot of homes and left them with dealing with a lot of mess and it also affected other parts of the country. Which every year we had to pretty much expect some type of major hurricane event. Biden gave marijuana pardons to a bunch of people. Okay, you're going to pardon marijuana charges. People are going to get released. And then they're in states that still have it as a felony law. And these people go back into life, have something happen again, they're right back in jail for the same offenses that you just pardoned them for because their state doesn't recognize a drug that could help a lot of people that has zero deaths known for its entirety of its life existence it's just it's stupid but then we got Brittany bringer or bringer or bronger or whatever her name is the female basketball player that knelt during the national anthems didn't give a shit about her country but is stupid enough to take vape related items or whatever she had with marijuana in it uh, over to Russia? I mean, why would you take it to another state, more or less another country? I mean, are you that addicted and that stupid that you have to do that? I mean, you can find this shit anywhere you go. But you don't sit there and carry it with you. It's like, like the state of California and other states do it too. But the legalized states are like, yeah, you can get on a plane if you want when you leave our state with it, but it's your responsibility where you land. I mean, they tell you that and it's common sense. Any freaking moron should know this and any freaking moron should know you don't take anything to another country that could be controversial. So, I mean, you can't even go to Canada with cigarettes, for Christ's sakes. And you can't take cartons of cigarettes and go up there. You're going to sit there and sell them and try and make a profit. And use some fucking sense. But what do we do? Let's save her instead of saving some decent people that are over there. And we, what do we trade her for? We trade her for a mass murder. Someone that sells weapons to kill tons of people and he's good at it and you can tell that because he's got a nickname for it which i can't think of it right now but yeah he's basically not a good guy and we just let him free for someone that had to have her pot with her I can't go away for a week without getting stoned, so I gotta have this. But I thought you couldn't get stoned to play sports anyways. I mean, they test you. They used to test you for mixed martial arts for it. And if you tested positive, you got fined and got uh, kicked off 
from fighting for a couple of years or whatever. He, they had all kinds of events where people were caught and, and look up, look up Nick. I can't think of his last name, <laughs> but yeah, it's Diaz, Nick Diaz, or Nate Diaz. Well, Nate's still fighting. I think it was Nick was the one that got charged, but yeah, it's like, come on. What is the WNBA? They don't have any regulations, I guess, for their sport, but I don't know. Things need to change. This world needs to change, but we're not having much help with it. Uh, some weird Wisconsin news we had this year. We found a couple alligators in Wisconsin lakes. There was a dental drill bit that was lodged in someone's lungs. <laughs> it's like the man said he inhaled it. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, picking his teeth and he just sucked it in. <laughs> There's a big uh, pungent odor along Lake Michigan shore where they found a ton of fishy sea life dead on the shores. Been having more bears, mountain lions, wolves and stuff showing up in residential areas between COVID times and lack of territory and overbreeding and all that stuff. There's all kinds of things. Lion's Tail Brewery ran out of beer. And that's just after opening weekend crowds. That's not a surprise. I mean, I've ran out of beer with a, our bar when we've had parties and different types of liquors. Uh, There's a turkey takeover in Wauwatosa. <laughs> you were bunch of turkeys were attacking a Amazon driver in his truck. Uh, 150000 car dollar car heist in Mil a Milwaukee woman has two luxury vehicles stolen in one night. And it's like, well, you got those nice vehicles and you own a garage. Why don't you put your cars in your freaking garage? That's the problem with us people. We have so much shit that our garages are full of crap. And <laughs> our cars are sitting outside getting damaged or stolen. Uh, nowadays, there's a big thing of car thefts and car racing and crashing and all that shit going on, too, in Milwaukee and other areas. You got a bobcat scare in a backyard, which we don't usually see bobcats in Wisconsin. That's a rare, rare event. We've had all kinds of interesting events happening this year, including tons of more shootings. Every day someone's killed in Milwaukee, it seems like, in the past couple of years. It's just getting getting way out of hand between that and the car. The idiotic car racing. I get drag racing and all that, but these kids are just swerving and spinning and 
flipping and crashing the cars into other cars. And they think they're playing a freaking video game, and they're not. <laughs> it's real life, and you got real death that's happening from it. So it's not that smart to do that type of stuff. But they're kids. What you going to do about it? Uh, other than that, we're almost out of time with this portion, so I'm going to have to come back. We still got comics of the year, deaths of the year to talk about. I'd like to give a shout out to some artists and writers like Steve Arena, Jeff Balky, Jay Stevens, Stephen Stevens from Dwellings, Art Baltazar, Franco, Scoot McMahon, Troy Dungara, Matt Fife, Matt Rogers, Brenna Thumler, and Lots of great artists and writers out there. Those are some of the ones I've supported this year. But, okay, I'm out of time here. I'm going to end this, and I'll get back with another segment right after this. Not sure how many we're going to have today. <laughs> it's the 500th episode. What the heck? All right, let's talk about some more stuff that happened in 2022. See, so, yeah, we got anything good here, some... No, that's going to be a video, so I ain't going to be able to get to. Yeah, they don't want to. They had a strangest things caught on video, but you're going to have to watch the videos for those. It's like they had bunch of animal related items that they found some strange universe stuff yeah you can go on line yourself and look up all that stuff we don't need to add that since we're running a little bit longer than i planned i was, I was expecting a good hour <laughs> not a couple hours but uh I want to look at people who have passed. Some kind of, I'm trying to figure out why I have all these stupid pop-ups covering up my pages. Going through some of the celebrities that died in 2022, it's like lost Christy Alley, Louis Anderson, James Kahn, Bob Saget, he was 65, Meatloaf was 74, Fred Ward, Sidney Pointier, Irene Cara. Robbie Coltrane, Kevin Conroy, one of the best voices of Batman, Naomi Judd, William Hurt, Gilbert Godfrey, sadly passed 67. I didn't know he was sick. 
when it was happening, which sucks because I love this podcast. And it's like, I think it would have been all right if you would have at least told us that he was having issues and it would have been easier on some of us. Tony Dow, who played Wally Cleaver, Queen Elizabeth II. Jason David Frank. He was the Green Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, Mike Hagerty passed at 67. He was in a ton of shows and movies. Estelle Harris from Seinfeld. Howard Hessman. He's uh, from WKRP in Cincinnati. Scott Hall, we lost at 63, sadly. Him and Diamond Dallas Page were supposed to come up and wrestle like a month later in my county. And I was all excited to go see him. And, of course, that happened. One of the greatest mixed martial artists ever, (laughs) in my opinion. I mean, him and... God, my brain is just... Oh, all these things I just can't remember any of it now. But Stefan Bonner from the first Ultimate Fighter had the, one of the best matches ever. He sadly passed just recently. Just heard about that. I think it was he was only 45 he had passed away just a few days before christmas which i didn't know anything was going on with him but that was a, a shock and so i just heard him on podcast not long ago and stuff and he's just such a happy guy and yeah it's just sad because a lot of fighters you never know it could be something Head trauma related, you don't know. Gallagher was 76. Uh, Clarence Gilliard. Philip Baker Hall was 90. Well, Clarence Gilliard was 66. Gilliard Jr., I should say, uh, was 66. He was from Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer of Food Foo Fighters, passed away at 50. Christy Alley was 71. Uh, and Louis Anderson was 68. Ann Heck passed away at 53. Brad William Henke passed away at 56. Paul Herman passed at 76. William Hurt was 71. Artist Leon Ivey Jr. passed at 59. You may know him as Coolio. Leslie Jordan was 67 years old when he passed. Sally Kellerman. Was 84. 
Angela Lansbury was 96. Jerry Lee Lewis was 87. Tracy Braxton was 50. Ray Liotta was 67. James Conn was 82, so he lived a good, relatively good long life. Loretta Lynn was 90. Bob McGrath from Sesame Street was 90. Christine McBee was 79. She was a keyboardist for Fleetwood Mac. They say Irene Carroll was only 63 when she passed. Uh, Moses J. Mosley is 31. Roger E. Mosley was 83. He was from the helicopter pilot from Magnum P.I. Olivia Newton-John passed at 73. Michelle Nichols. O'Hara from Star Trek passed at 89. Monty Norman passed at 94. He did Bond, James Bond music. Kevin Conroy was 66. Did I say his age? Uh, Wolfgang Peterson passed at 81. Ivan Reitman passed at 75. And there is just a ton that we lost this year. I know I'm missing some. Uh, just, there was just way too many, sadly, this year. As there always is. It's like, and then, of course, when you go through the list, you don't remember half of them. It's like, A lot of singers, a lot of artists, a lot of musicians. Robert Morse. Yeah. I think I... Got the majority of them. Bob Saget, Gilbert Godfrey, those are some tough ones for me. Tony Sirico, wasn't he part of the Sopranos? John Edwards Zealous, the amazing Jonathan, he passed at 63. Joe Itata, Douglas Trumbull, Gaspard Uliel passed at 37. He was on the verge of U.S. stardom with his role in the upcoming Marvel series Moon Knight. 
Monica Vitti passed at 90. Fred Ward was 79 from Rima Williams. David Warner passed at 80 from the Omen. Don Wilson passed at 88. Yep, there's quite a few this year, and I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch. But that's a pretty damn big list, so we don't really want to <laughs> have that list, but we just got to check it out. Just got to bring back some of the memories of what happened, even the bad ones. Uh, looking into comic books of the year, that's hard. I there's a lot of great ones. I I know I couldn't think of offhand. I was gonna go through all my episodes of the past year and see what comics I talked about, but I'll just give some shoutouts to some that. Left a good memory, like Slowpokes, which I got in the mail today. Which <laughs> that one was a lot of fun. Uh, we got eight billion genies. If you have not checked out that run yet, I suggest definitely checking it out. It's it's held. It's own in a big way uh, with a whole different concept the storyline and it's just very interesting what they're doing with it but sadly I think they're rushing it I think they could have pushed that through quite a few episodes before they uh Instead of, I think they're doing eight episodes with it, eight comics, and they're kind of jumping quite a few years now. So there's lots of stuff they could have milked that thing for many, many issues. But Fearless Dawn has been coming out, coming back this year, bringing out more. Uh, Kid Slapshot was a fun run that I was introduced to this year. Monkey Prince. I always like anything with the Monkey Prince. Storyline-wise, and DC Comics did a great job of bringing that character in. Crossover is a big one if you haven't checked it out, but it kind of ended kind of... kind of left us just... Wanting more, wondering about more, and I think they are coming out with more in the future. But if you're going to have a run, let's complete that run. Give that story a ending and then start on the next story with the new run. That would make more sense than always leaving us hanging. I hate that. Uh, Clementine, book one, I think came out this year. 
off The Walking Dead. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle has a lot of great things out there. The Saturday morning cartoons ones, The Last Ronin runs, and the Jessica character, and they had, they always do good, and they're just still hitting out of the park. Deadpool Samurai was one of my favorite mangas that I checked out this year. Uh, Manga Z is a great little uh, collaboration of short story mangas, which is a great way to get some introduction to manga. Uh, The Nice House on the Lake, based out of Wisconsin. Storyline-wise, but yet artwork-wise, that's definitely not Wisconsin. We don't have mountains. Uh, (laughs) So, I don't know where they're going with that. Dwellings, which we just did an unpacking on. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Polar Paradox. We got the first of the next two issues. And we're still enjoying that run. Uh... Was it High School Horrors? Those are a lot of fun. Just trying to think off the top of my head right now. There's some comics that I checked out this year. Art Baltazar has been bringing out a lot of fun stuff as usual. And now he's going to have a comic a month that he's going to be putting out. Whether it's a new one or a reprint. And... Who knows what else he'll come up with. Franco came out with the Dead Man Tells No Tales, is it? Or Tells Scary Tales. Or... And some other wonderful books. Scoot McMahon came out with some great books that I'm still trying to get my hands on. Uh... This is... A good year for comics. I feel like last year was a little bit better. This year is a lot of fun, but I just, like I've said earlier, I'm kind of like getting burnt out on all these new characters from old characters now all of a sudden. It's like you can't sit there and have a character never age for a hundred years and then all of a sudden they're having kids and we're going to follow these new kids characters storylines for the rest of the runs i guess and i don't know we'll see see how it works out but yeah it was a good year for comics the all reds came out with the mad maniverse library got the first three already got the fourth one coming on its way here within the next couple months uh, there's going to be six of those. Archie Comics has been a blast with all the horror-related and oddball comics that they've been putting out this last year. Scooby-Doo Batman was a nice little crossover that they did, and they're still running a second round of those right now. Harley Quinn, like I said earlier, has just tons of great series and things happening. Even her regular run's been a blast with the Kevin character. 
Elvira. She's been pumping out little short comic runs like crazy. Like they're going out of style and none of them are disappointing at all. I I know I'm forgetting lots of stuff. Uh, The different zombie, Marvel zombies, DC zombies, all that, DC vampires, Marvel, whatever. They got all their different horror runs have been enjoyable. The special holiday episodes, there's been a lot of good ones, but yeah, that's, that's a good chunk of a lot of the good ones. Uh, Let's see, uh. I don't think I've seen much with Squirrel Girl, Man Thing, Man Bat. There's a lot of stuff that Vampirella's been kind of doing a restructuring, which some of those have been fun. Red Sonia's been stepping up her things that she's been doing, her different comic runs. Been a lot of crossovers with a lot of the old school chaos characters, dynamite characters, and stuff that have been a lot of fun. Evil Ernie came back with a new, a new attempt at a new run, and then it just stopped. I don't know what happened with that. Uh, The Darkhawk run, I don't know if that was this year or the end of last year that that came through, but that was a pleasure. But yeah, there are some great ones to check out. I'll probably think of more after I'm done doing this. See, multiple sclerosis breakthroughs in 2022. Nothing really. They are focusing more on stem cell. Therapy now, even though we're finding out that a lot of people that go through it and you spend a month chemoing yourself over and over and wiping out your system and going through all kinds of diaper days and all kinds of pains and issues and problems to get the stem cells done with. And then you hope like hell it does something. People are walking a little bit or not using canes anymore and stuff like that, but then they can still overdo it and have other issues along the way. They say they hope to get like reduced inflammation, improved energy, improved symptom management, promote cell regeneration, replace damage and disease tissue, Modulate immune systems. I also got mesenchymal stem cells that they're researching. Uh, the Epstein Barr virus they found out might be a marker for MS and 
they're still it's basically nothing that can help us in the long run but it just it it gives them a, a thing to link it to i guess but it's not really Not really anything that's going to benefit us overall, I don't think, other than benefiting people early in life that may have Epstein-Barr markers and they can keep an eye on things. Uh, there's doing testing on dietary fiber and probiotics with multiple sclerosis. They're playing with white light therapy. Uh transplants mental health and ms <laughs> horseback riding may be the ultimate exercise for those with multiple sclerosis yeah there's not much exercise to it <laughs> the horse gets more exercise than you do <laughs> uh i can't think of any I think we did have some more DMTs, so we should look at the DMT list and see where it's at. Let's see, we got this one has a good list of them. Oh, getting tapped by the cat. All right, we got injectable DMTs, which is beta interferon drugs like Avonex, Rebif, Betaseron, Xtavia, and Plegridi. They're used to treat relapsing forms of MS. Uh, we got Copaxone, Glitopia. The oral DMTs, we got Jelenia. Kind of hard to do this when sit still. <laughs> it's like, relax. You're getting petted. You're cupped up in a blanket. And you still can't be happy. You chill. Constantly swat insides, flipping your body. Yeah, Mazent and Zaposia. Most of these are all for relapsing forms. Tecfidera. Vumiridae. Bafirtam. This one's a new one to me. Similar to Tecfidera and Vumiridae. It's still for relapsing forms of MS. Abagio. Mavenclad. What that? Uh, which I just went through was the Mavenclad. And then we got the infused DMTs. 
which I actually preferred because I did like Ocrevus and the side effects from it, but they're not going to give me that. So we got Ocrevus, Tisabri, Novantron, Lemtrada. I mean, there's got, there's a, this isn't a good list. I thought we had at least three new ones that were for secondary progressive MS. They're not gonna. Yeah, I should have had this all laid out better. It would have been easier to do it. But hopefully, we come up with some. New ones in the future because I'm on. Well, I'll go through till July, and then I'll have to start thinking about whether or not I'm going to do a new DMT or not. We'll see what happens come July or August or September or the year after that or whenever I decide to do anything. But this cat is annoying, and I just rolled all the hair off me. And he's just not getting situated at all. He's just going to keep moving back and forth. It's driving me nuts. Just can't stand it. It's the afternoon. I've been doing this too long, and he wants me to come sit upstairs so I can open up the door, and then he can run away from the door and not go out it. It's too freaking cold to go out. Still got to be irritating and try and get us to do things for him. If I'm not up there, then he'll just start knocking shit off the, off the counter. Uh, trying to think, do we have any new famous people or anything like that with suppose it could come back with one more little segment finish off that give the gist of what's the plan for next year and we'll go from there i guess and see what happens so i'll be right back one last segment okay let's end this with eh, i guess me complaining about stuff and talking about some ms stuff and maybe about what's coming out in the future uh, i'm hoping that in this next few years we can start seeing actual people with conditions playing roles in movies and tv shows that actually relate to a condition uh, there's plenty of us out there. I know many of us would like work. Uh, and I'm on LinkedIn for certain things and trying to get myself set up so I could maybe someday get contacted for something. But, of course, the telephone had to ring eventually. But we're not going to worry about that. I'll just stuff it in the drawer and knock it away. Uh we don't have as many telemarketers calling now that I have Spectrum 
taking over our phone. We only get a telemarketer a week or two. Whereas we used to get like half a dozen a day. But yeah, these roles like Brendan Fraser playing the whale role, playing a really heavy guy. It's like you couldn't just get a normal heavy guy that could have played the character just as well as him. I mean, it is Brendan Fraser after all. <laughs> but now he's having some health issues and gaining and losing weight. And yeah, he did use prosthetics, which caused him to have vertigo, put not removing, putting them on and removing the prosthetics. And, but in reality, if you use a person that's actually in those conditions, it's like instead of the actors starving or feeding themselves to fit a part, it's just that doesn't make any sense why anybody would purposely punish their body to do something like Brad Pitt with Fight Club, just dehydrating himself and shutting his body down to do the part yeah he's a physical specimen according to some people but any day he could have some issue that could have been caused by all the stuff that he did for certain roles who knows but i would like to see people act the parts that actually have the issues and we have enough actors and actresses nowadays that have been getting issues and that's what we're going to talk about next is famous people with multiple sclerosis and some people that are still living at least most of them and something could have changed for some of these people since they did the list but 40 i don't know who that is as a canadian record producer we got Masta Ace, which is an American rapper and record producer. We got Fluar Agima, which is a Dutch politician. Uh, born in 76. Art Alexakis is born in 1962 as an American guitarist for Everclear. Iman Ali was born in 1980. A Pakistani model and actress. Oli Anderson was born in 1942 as an American professional wrestler, which the I. Andersons, Aaron Anderson, and them, are just awesome. Four Horsemen and all that stuff. Uh, Christy Applegate, or Christina Applegate, I should say, not Christy. She was born a year after me in 1971. She's an American actress. Wonderful actress, wonderful person. Uh, Javier Artero, born in 1975, is a Spanish footballer. Jemmy, Gemma Bardsby was born in 1995, an Australian cricketer. Trevor Bain, born in 1991, is an American racing driver. Jeff Beal, born in 1963, is an American composer. Stan Belinda, born in 1966, is an American baseball player. Ryan Bickle, born in 1986, is a Canadian ice hockey player. Selma Blair, born in 1972, is an American actress. 
David Blatt, born in 1959, is an American-Israeli basketball executive. Bill Bradbury, born in 1949, is an American politician. Uh, Bill Bradbury, or no, that's who I just said. Emma Caulfield, born in 1973, is an American actress. Neil Cavado was born in 1958, American news anchor. Exine Cervenka, born in 1956, is American singer. Benjamin Cohen, born in 1982, is an English web developer and journalist. Spike Cohen was born in 1982, is American political activist. Kadena Cox, born in 1991, is a British para-athlete. Janice Dean, born in 1970, is a Canadian-American meteorologist. Malou Dreyer, born in 1961, is a German politician. Donna Edwards, born in 1958, is an American politician. Lola Falana, 1942, American singer and actress. Tim Ferguson, 1963, Australian comedian. Mate Garcia, 1973, American dancer and singer. Terry Garr, 1944, American actress. Saida Garrett, 1960, American singer. Golriz Garaman, born in 18, or 1981, is an Iranian New Zealand politician. Alejandro Gamete. 1956, a Guatemalan politician, president of Guatemala. Carolina Gruzka, 1980, a Polish actress. Ed Hannigan, 1951, American comic book artist. Rick Hardcastle, 1956, American rancher and politician. Josh Harding, 1984, Canadian ice hockey player. Will Colin Hart, 1971, American musician and painter. Alistair Hignell, 1955, English rugby player and cricketer. Tamai Hill, a Canadian singer from 1975. Florian Hamm, born 1959, German businessman. MJ Highland, 1968, an English author. Tomoya Ito. A Japanese para-athlete, born in 1963. George Jelinek, 1954. Australian physician. Paul Jessup, 1977. Writer and game developer. Jonathan Katz, 1946. American comedian and actor. Christ, they got a lot of them. John King, 1963. American journalist. J. Michael Kosterlitz, 1943, Scottish-American physicist, Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize laureate. Laurie Clemens Lambeth, 1968, American poet, Emma Lunt. 1989, Swedish footballer, David McLean. 1953, Scottish politician, Fiona McTaggart. 1953, English politician, Nader Mez. Zinzinki, 
1958, Iranian composer. Rachel Miner, 1988, American actress. Lorna Jean Moorhead, American author and health columnist. Mikey Newman, 1982, American video game developer and YouTuber. Serger Ortak, 1970, Turkish singer and composer. Jack Osborne, 1985, English-American media personality. Alan Osmond, 1949, American singer, The Osmonds. Alice Sarah Ott, German pianist. Paul Pelland, English motorcyclist. From night, born in 1968, uh, Ann Romney, American equestrian and political figure, 1949, Jordan Singlet, 1981, Canadian ice hockey player and coach, Jamie Lynn Sigler, 1981, American actress, Aaron Salawuniak, 1974, Canadian drummer, Billy Talent. Tiger Tim Stevens, 1952, Scottish disc jockey. Kelly Sutton, 1971, American race car driver. Jim Sweeney, 1955, English actor and comedian. Sue Thomas, 1950, American FBI agent. Sajay Vargas, 1965, Finnish musician. Terry Walls, 1955, American Physician Clay Walker, 1969 American singer Montel Williams, 1956 American television host Victoria Williams, 1958 American singer Chris Wright, born in 1989 American professional basketball player and Ivelo Yordanov, 1968 Bulgarian football player, and the ones that have passed. Yeah, Christina Amphlett, she is an Australian singer. Dave Ballin, Canadian ice hockey player. WNP Berbellion, English diarist. Captain Beefheart, American singer. Madeleine Ray Brown, American medical researcher. Clive Burr, English drummer for Iron Maiden. Robert F. Coleman, American mathematician. Joan Didion, American actress. Tamara Dobson, American actress, Marie Du Bois, French actress, Jacqueline Dupre, English cellist, Stanley Elkin, American novelist, Annette Funicello, American actress and singer, Jean Griswold, American businesswoman, Marcel Grossman, Austro Hungarian physicist and mathematician, Carlos Hathcock, American sniper, Stuart Henry, Scottish disc jockey, Jamie Huga, American Alpine ski racer, John Hinkleton, English comic book artist, Raymond Edward Johnson, American actor, Barbara Jordan, American politician, Michael Kamen, American film composer, Alan Lancaster, English bassist, status quo, David Lander, American actor and comedian. Ronnie Lane, English bassist, small faces. Margaret Layton, English actress. Sydney Omar, American astrologer. Richard Pryor, one of the greatest comedians ever, an actor. Madeline Rue, American actress. Keith Roberts, English author. Alberto Santos Dumont, Brazilian inventor. 
Marjorie J. Boyd, American chemist, and Paul Wellstone, American politician. I mean, that is <clears throat> a lot of people from a lot of different parts of the different types of jobs, sports, careers, and just very interesting. The people from all over the world, all over the place that got stuck with a shitty disease called multiple sclerosis that to this day has no cure. And did I mention Terry Gar? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's sad that we still have no cure to this day. And we're just winging it, <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on, what's causing this shit, what's setting it off, and we're just not having no luck getting the answers that we need, but they keep coming out with more and more drugs that cost outrageous amounts that have outrageous side effects, and God forbid, medical marijuana is offered throughout the United States to and the world to let people choose to use it if they want it a medication that has very little side effects and zero deaths from the use of it the misuse yeah i'm sure there's some deaths from misuse but i guarantee that you're going to find alcohol and other drugs in their symptoms that are related to that uh other than that, that's enough list and things about 2022. Let's talk about 2023. What is to come? Like I said, a paywall is coming up for some of the platform. You're still going to get plenty of free podcast episodes, plenty of free YouTube videos, Still kind of debating if I want to play around with Instagram or anything. TikTok and Twitter, I just have no interest in being part of it. There's too many, too much controversy right now with both platforms. So why bother? China controls TikTok. Twitter, with the whole Elon Musk thing, is going to be a cat fight for a year or two. Because it's basically no different than the whole political universe that we're dealing with so i'm sure that's gonna be a controversy over the next year or two so i'm gonna stay away from probably both those platforms i'm gonna keep pumping out the youtube videos which we're having a lot of fun with uh if you haven't checked them out yet and you can get your audio Podcast of Under the Call of MS. Uh, through your podcasting platform. And I am going to start doing more videos. Which will, I guess, are only available on Spotify. But then uh, they transfer the rest of the... They also transfer the podcast to all the audio platforms, so you'll get the audio version no matter what. But 
if you want to see the video version, you'll have to go on Spotify for that. Uh, let's see, we got... Well, with our YouTube videos, now we do... Uh, If I can get this thing to allow me to. Do this and get to where I need to be. But we've been adding more and more segments lately. And we have an idea for a few more in the future. We're doing unpacking videos. We're doing scary comic book reviews with a. With Werekev, a werewolf from Wisconsin. We got shout outs to comic book superstars that we're going to start doing anytime we see something, some type of promotion that they're doing or some type of upcoming comic or something. We're going to start giving shout outs to different artists and writers more. Uh, comic book shop reviews will be. Starting up again here pretty soon. I mean, I might still hit a couple this winter, but it's mostly going to be hopefully a couple shows instead of shops. Uh, comic book reviewing. Uh, we, we're doing previews and reviews, but we're going to just stick with the reviews. Uh, my life with multiple sclerosis. That'll be. We'll have more segments for that here, pretty in about two months, probably once it starts to thaw out a little bit. The world around us, and we got my medication experiences, which who knows what's going to happen after my MRI in a few months here. What my new medication will be, and then talking about some of my other side medications probably down the road uh, but yeah as far as the other platforms go i'm debating on well i'll probably look into instagram yet but I like YouTube. I like my podcasting platforms. And I'm going to try and do, as far as the people with MS goes, I'm going to probably do some live MS videos on Facebook. But those are all in private uh, MS groups. So unless you're in those groups, you won't know about them. I will mention them ahead of time, so if you want to join those groups, you can. Uh, but you have to have MS to do that. And other than that, I hope that we bring some art videos out like we planned this year. I don't know about the cooking videos. It's just going to be kind of hard because of how I'm set up and with people around me that I don't know. 
if it'll be good or not having them wandering in and out of the videos and comments being made and stuff. So not sure if I'm going to do the cooking videos. I might just do cooking talks instead for that stuff. Because we are going to focus more on our anti-inflammatory recipes again. Now that I'm, I did drop seven medications off my list so far, and I hope to drop more. I've mentioned a while back, I dropped my pain pouch that I had to stick in my cheek twice a day for all over pain. I kept saying it didn't do shit, and every time I did, they doubled it and doubled it and doubled it until I hit the maximum amount. And I read about going off it and heard about the nightmares of being weaned off it and how much these people went through trying to get off the drug, and I just dropped it, just quit taking it. I feel exactly the same as I did while I was on it. So it obviously wasn't doing shit for me. And so if I've been living with the pain this long and using my own means to try and deal with certain parts of it and not getting anywhere with the medications they put me on that have, they're highly narcotic, highly opiate or something like that, or they're just they're dangerous drugs that have wicked ass side effects and they're not doing shit for me. So why should I risk frying my liver and stuff? Cause I had to start taking vitamin E because of liver issues. I had to start taking other vitamins to counteract other issues I was having. Then I had the nausea, the constipation, all that from a bunch of medications I was on recently and I'm just I'm done with it I'm just done with all these side effects it's like yeah I feel like shit from having MS but I'd rather feel like shit because of MS than feel like shit because all the drugs I'm taking to fight MS it's like so yeah it's gonna be a big change up this in 2023 as far as everything goes MS wise and and our whole entertainment platform. So I hope you enjoy what is to come. Keep checking out AB Conversation, which isn't there. They don't have no new any episodes anymore, but I was hoping that we would have got another holiday episode this year like last year. But sadly, we didn't. Uh, I really wish that podcast would come back. It was, it was fun. Uh, and then uh, we have Under the Cull, which is just people randomly talking about random stuff. Uh, I think there's audio and video of that. I could be wrong. It could just be audio. It's been so long, but we haven't done any of those. Another one that I wish we went to ended. Uh, the three of us that are we're doing it towards the end and there everybody else is welcome, but three of us would show up. We were getting ready to 
what I was hoping for, each one of us coming up with a question each week and us just sitting there shooting the shit over those three questions. I thought that would have been a lot of fun. Uh, who knows? Maybe if we're lucky, we'll get that back in the future. But that's between that and the Crimson Color Comic Club, which we do every week, just about with a group of people or whoever wants to show up. Anybody's welcome if you want to come sit down and talk about comics that you read recently. Join up with us if you're an artist or writer or whatever and you want to pop on with us. You're welcome to come on. Tell us anything you have coming out, whatever. We'll gladly advertise it. Yeah, we don't have a huge following, but we're trying. We keep trying to push the stuff out there. And because all those podcasts, I decided to start up under the call of MS. Kind of keep it all related into one little segment. We also have the Crimson Cull. Oh, Christ, I don't know exactly how it is. It's a Crimson Cull podcast. or There's a Crimson Cull comic book started up now. We're starting to do comics and stuff. So uh, Some of the original members are working on that. And who knows what we'll have. I have a feeling that this year might be change around quite a bit we might get rid of some podcasts we might change some podcasts up we might make some things better we might bring some things back who knows i'd love to see what we could do but i think some people just need to take that time an hour or two a week to just sit down and shoot the shit with friends it's a good thing that socialization is always good. Help keep that stress and anxiety away. No one needs it. It's all bad for you. But hope you enjoyed the 500th episode. I didn't expect to get this far. We're coming up on our 250th episode of Crimson Color Comic Club in a couple weeks here, which we're going to finally have our well, the 251st episode. It looks like we're going to have a comic book artist and writer on the show, but yeah check those out enjoy them uh audio video for some of them hopefully some more video coming out in the new year but i'm working on some things so hopefully they'll work out and we can get it all together but yeah be good to yourself be good to everybody else kick the shit out of monster monster yeah, the hiccups all of a sudden and uh Let's just all get along. Why not? Put down the freaking arms. Quit fighting with each other. Let's just get along and let everybody live. Imagine what we could get done if we just all worked together. Yeah, it would be amazing. If we could just try it. <laughs> Maybe put all the freaking politicians in a box. And lock them away for a while. And let everybody else just enjoy life. <laughs> I think we'd be a lot further along. But yeah. As the wife says, shut up. It's never going to happen. The world's always going to be a pile of shit. <laughs> just suck it up and live with it. <laughs> You're not going to change shit. <laughs> but oh well. At least when I'm dead, people will still hear my voice. <laughs> or I'll have something to 
build myself in the metaverse. Because that's obviously not going away. Take care. Be good. Bye.